Good morning, sports world. It's hot cakes and takes. It's your boy Josh C here. Uh, Derrick Rose being talked about all over the place. New York, the Clippers, the Cavs, the LA Lakers. The LA Lakers are trying to outdo everybody. They're trying to really bump them in, trying to entice them, saying saying that they're the best fit. They're going to give them the most playing time. They're going to give them the most money out of the minimum deal. They're going to stretch it a little bit. So they're really, they're really trying to snag him. But, I mean, if he goes, uh, based on his play last year, what, really, what kind of asset is he going to be to any team, especially a team that's already established like the Cavaliers or the, the Clippers that are trying not to get out their way up or LA that's trying to get their way up. I think that he would, he would be good on one of them, one of them teams versus the Cavs, but that's just me. The Celtics in other news are looking to sign Sean Larkin. Me, as a, I believe, as an insurance policy, as a backup, as Isaiah Thomas with his hip. We all know how that went in the postseason. You know, in the Eastern Conference Final versus the Cavs, he was out. Played one game and was out with a hip. My son likes to join, chime in once in a while. Say, what's up to the sports world, buddy? All right, he's a little, he's a little shy. He'll start talking again soon. But you know, that's uh, that's it. I mean, what are you gonna, what, what are you gonna do with Rose really at this point? And I mean, if he comes, if he comes to the East Coast, by all means, baby, by all means, go to the Cavs. But whose spot are you gonna take? I mean, it'd be an okay piece coming off of the bench, but it's not gonna be nothing crazy. Uh. Wondering what what y'all gonna think, what team is gonna land on, who's gonna end up with, and uh, if it's really smart for the Celtics to grab yet another point guard. I I don't think it's that smart either. All right, everybody, let me know what you think. Take it easy. Good morning, sports world. It's your boy JC here with hot takes and cakes. Uh, We're just gonna get into a little bit of the NHL. Few, few of my personal favorites from last year, and who would have been fav- would have been up there uh, if it hadn't have been for a really bad injury. Um, and I'm excited for the seasons to start. We got a 31st team this year, a uh, new franchise team, the Las Vegas Golden Knights, who held their uh, expansion draft a few weeks back. We'll get into that a little bit later. But first, we're gonna hop into uh, 2017 season stats. With a few of my personal uh, personal favorites that I that I watched closely and really enjoyed their play, uh, we'll start off with Ovechkin. Always love Ovechkin. Always love watching him play. He's very smooth. He's got he just has raw, unbelievable talent, and he knows how to get under the skin of people, which is good. But he doesn't do it in in a dickish way like Marshan does. He, he just he's a good player, and that just pisses people off. You can tell he, he has an extreme presence on the ice, and it's amazing. But last year he played 82 games, all 82 games. He scored 33 goals, 33 assists. It's a total of 69 points with a plus six, plus minus. 
that's a, that's a pretty decent year. Uh, he, he's had better years, but that that's a good year. That's solid. Now moving on to Connor McDavid. Okay, who had the most points? Had the most points. Art Ross Trophy, selectee, and finalist. He won. So, Connor McDavid played all 82 games, had 30 goals with 70 assists, totaling 100 points. Insane. Insane. That kid, I'm telling you, you gotta. If you don't watch hockey, tune in, tune in and, and watch him. Watch him play. It's, it, it, he's captivating. He really is. He's fast, crisp passes, nice snap to the puck. It's just, it's, oh, it's amazing. He, he is. He's a raw talent as well. All, everybody on this little list here has raw talent. Uh, then moving on to Brad Marchand. Who on the Bruins. One of my favorites. Although he does a lot of stupid things. Gets suspended. He's, a, he's an instigator. He's a diver. Just like, just like Crosby. He's a diver. They cry about everything. But, you know, it is what it is. Can't take away from this skill. Played in 80 games with 39 goals and 46 assists, getting a total of 85 points with a plus-minus rating of plus 18. His line was doing work last year, and we all know that, especially in the second half of the season once they fired Claude and Bruce Cassidy took over, and they really started clicking. That's when you saw that's when you saw that line really, that chemistry just, you know, the chem all the line chemistry was was through and through from the first to the fourth. Uh, even with the defense, even though we lacked a little bit of defense there on, on, on the latter half of that season. Actually, the whole season, we, la we lacked defense. They lacked defense. Uh, then we're going to go to, uh, obviously, Pittsburgh Penguins' Sidney Crosby, who played 75 games. Only 75 games. That's a lot less than everybody else that I've mentioned. 75 games with 44 goals, 45 assists, totaling 89 points. With a plus-minus rating of plus 17, that's good. Only 75 games. Connor McDavid, though, full season with 100 points, plus-minus rating of plus 27. So you know he was putting in work, and you can tell by all the assists. 70 assists. You're gonna leave. You're gonna leave the ice. You're gonna leave the ice time with a plus rate. You're barely gonna be in the negatives. Now. Looking on Tyler Sagan, who, who the Bruins traded back in 2013, beginning of two, the end of the 2012-2013 season, when he scored 16 goals, went to Dallas in a trade that the Bruins have nothing to show for it now, and is absolutely dumbest trade in the franchise history. 2013-2014, he scored 37 goals. 2014-2015, scored 37 goals. 15-16 season, scored 33 goals. Now this last season. Tyler Sagan played 82 games, scored 26 goals with 46 assists and 72 points. We got rid of him for nobody. Bruins got rid of him for nobody and they have nothing to show for it. Very sad. That's it. Take it easy. Continuing on to that list, we have Steve Stamkos, who's on pace to have an excellent season with only 17 games. He scored 9 goals with 11 assists, 20 points with plus 3 rating. Now he, he went out with a really bad knee injury, surgery and everything like that. Um, he's another one 
uh, been around. Uh, he, you know, you you just got that veteran presence. He he, had, he knows the game in and out. Uh, especially when, when when you watch when you watch the Lightning and they're really clicking, they have that basic breakout. Remember, you have, you have your defense down low, whichever side they're breaking out. The wingers on the board, or they, or they rotate the center centers on the board. Uh, you know, your left wing's crashing at the blue, your left wing's chilling at the blue line, maybe up a little bit more in the neutral zone. But that center, some, it kind of stays in the slot. If you notice, if you notice, they stay in the slot, they kind of rotate, and then they, they shoot right up. And, and what that does sometimes, what I've noticed, is it cracks defense. They split the defense. And as soon as that center starts to shoot, that opposite winger is shooting and crashing. They dump the puck and they beat him deep in the dump and chase. They're already down behind the net, setting up the triangle with the pass. That's something that they, they've done. That not, not a lot of teams have been able to do that. And the Nashville Predators were doing a lot of dump, They were doing a lot of that. A lot of basic hockey, but fast pace. Um, you, you don't see a lot of the heavy hitting anymore. A lot of the roughneck teams. Because now it's more of a speed and finesse. Like if you can dangle, you're good. But you still need that big defensive presence. You still need that, that those superstar defenseman to be able to poke check to be able to lay those open ice hits to, to say look you're not going to be dancing over me because that's not how it's going to work you know but the the lightning and the way that they they play especially stand close the way he fits in with that that type of play it's just it, they're a fun team to watch very fast very fast and they're a very fun team to watch um now last year for a few of the award winners they have Every year at the end, they give out all the awards, just like every other sport. And here, I'm just going to run through the list of winners real quick, uh, just so you know we can get a get a good idea about this. Connor McDavid, who I've spoken very highly of already, the Hart Memorial Trophy, the Ted Lindsay Award, and the Art Ross Trophy. That's pretty cool. MVP, Rookie of the Year, highest points. No, 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 I lied. Austin Matthews got Rookie of the Year with the Call of Memorial Trophy. Uh, Sergei Bravowski, he got the best goalie, the Vienza Trophy. Brent Burns, James Norris Memorial, obviously he's one of the big, better defensemen. Jack Adams Award, Coach of the Year, goes to the uh, excuse me, goes to the Columbus Blue Jackets with Tortatella. He's just did a phenomenal job with that team. Really, really love the Blue Jackets. Broke my heart when they got rid of Jeff Carter years and years ago. That's he went to the Kings, won Stanley Cups, did really good things over there. Should have kept them. Uh, Patrice Bergeron again winning the Selkie Trophy. Um, it's like his gazillion trophy. You know, he's one of the best defensive forwards you'll ever you'll ever see. Uh, good playing there. Craig Anderson with the Bill Masterson Trophy. Uh, Sidney Crosby, the Maurice Rocket, Richard Trophy. Uh, Brandon Holpe with the William Jennings Trophy. Nick Falingo with the King Clancy Memorial and the Mark Messier Leadership Award. Uh, and David Pillai gets the GM of the Year Award. General Manager of the Year Award. Uh, those are all, all great finalists. All glad all of them won that. That was... Uh, they're all well deserving. A lot of the finalists too. A lot of the people who who were selected to to win that, and and they were put in the pool. Uh, you know, congratulations to all of them. They all also deserve. They had outstanding seasons. Uh, I'm excited for the season to begin. 
October 4th, the season begins. 31 teams now. The Las Vegas Golden Knights, the expansion draft was a few weeks back. They play their first game versus Dallas Stars on the 6th at Dallas. They play their first homestand October 10th on a Tuesday versus the Arizona Coyotes. I cannot wait to see that. It's going to be super hyped. I'm ready. I'm souped. Winter Classic is going to be held at the City Field, home of the Mets with the Sabres. Evander Kane take on New York Rangers and Kurt Shattenkirk. Kyrie Irving and LeBron James both want out of Cleveland. But Kyrie Irving wants out right now. Sat down with the general manager, asked, demanded a trade. He wants out. He wants out. Milwaukee, the Heat, two other teams I can't think of because I'm just blown away right now by the, this is this is insane. Kyrie Irving wants to be gone. He wants to be traded, but he doesn't have a trade clause. So. At, he's at the discretion of the NBA. Whatever they can get, wherever he's going to go, he can go. He can sulk, he can hang his lip, whatever. If he wants out and they want to deal him out and they're going to get something bigger for him, sorry, Kyrie, but you're going wherever they're going to send you, whatever they can get for you. Now, that is news. That is news. Drop the ball. Kyrie Irving wants out of Cleveland. He doesn't want to work with the bully LeBron James. I wouldn't want to work with LeBron James either when he's bitching like this lately. Just crying. He wants to go to LA. The dude's got talent, but I mean, he's a freaking crybaby. You know? Yeah, he's the best ball player in the world. Hands down. And he's... He's acting the way he's acting. But, you know? What are you going to do? But Kyrie Irving... Making headlines. And not for the greatest reason for the fans of Cleveland. If you're a Cleveland Cavaliers fan, this offseason has beat you down. Beat you down. You, you're beat down. You are just drugged through the mud. Ringing out. Imploding. Imploding. First, you guys lose the, the two-head honchos of the franchise. Then LeBron's all pissy because the offseason's going nowhere. Clearly, it's just getting worse for him. You know, and it's... And Derrick Rose going to Cleveland, they're going to have to get something. But it, it, if I was Derrick Rose and I saw what was going on to Cleveland, I would I would not have serious conversations with them about signing a contract because that is just goofy. Um, yeah, man. Uh... That's crazy. I I know for a fact that the Lakers ain't going to take him. The Lakers are not going to want to take Irving because who are they going to give up for him? They're not going to trade Ball. And knowing that they might get George and might get LeBron at the end of this season, starting starting next season, they're not going to pick up Kyrie, especially if he doesn't want to work with LeBron. He made that clear. I wonder where he's going to end up. going to be a good one.